So, welcome everyone to episode one of the Block Talk. This is the first ever DeFi podcast hosted on Telegram. And I am delighted to welcome you guys, Valley and Stow. Andre and Kevin, I have known Kevin for close to probably a bit over 10 years now. Andre, I've known for about a year. Both very respected people within the DeFi world. And they've come on to speak a bit about their DAO, a few other things. Uh, Andre has recently wrote a book that I'm interested in talking to him about a bit later. And yeah, I want them to come on and share their experiences in the DeFi world, different stories and things of that nature. So why don't you start off and just tell us what a DAO is and some of the foundations of how a DAO works. Yeah, I'll let, uh, sure. I'll let Andre okay. go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so... Um... So DAO is a bit of a of a, of a concept that has been has been existing underground for for a little bit, but it's it's becoming more and more mainstream. Basically, DAO means uh, decentralized autonomous organization, and what it is, it's uh, it's just decentralized communities who come together and decide to create, uh, let's say, some sort of um, you know can be a project or uh, or maybe something that would look like a company providing services, um, mostly in the Web3 space, and that is run by smart contracts, basically. So there's a governance system within the DAO that is decided by the members. There's different degrees of decentralization within DAOs. Uh, certain DAOs have illegal structures, other don't. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a very broad uh, spe- spectrum, but the main definition that uh, you have to retain with that is that it's uh, basically uh, a decentralized way uh, to do business, and that's uh, very, very new uh, in the space, basically. Right. So, yeah, so to, to my understanding, you know, um, I'm actually reading the Proof of Stake book by Vitalik himself. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've been reading about DAOs, learning a lot about them, a lot about the history of DAOs as well. Um, it, it's really interesting how how there's a, a kind of governance system within, um, you know, the business itself and how it actually can govern itself. And it's not, you know, the typical model where it's CEO and you have like the, the, the board is actually has a bit more of a it, there's complete transparency. And we're it's not that, you know, people can be favored. This The smart contract actually dictates that everyone has an equal say, everyone has an equal share. Um, obviously, we're still in the very early stages and there's a lot of testing that needs to be done on DAOs, but it's something that really fascinates me, something that I want to get more uh, into. And, you know, as a, a part of, of that DAO, that's, that's something that I'm going to be fascinated to learn more about. But uh, tell me a bit more about the, the you know the the philosophy of it and and why you kind of chose to do that. Obviously, I know you've you've been in the Web three space and been in DeFi for a while. But what was it that kind of intrigued you so much about it and and made you start your your own? Okay, so it's it's a good question. So um, so let, let's just say that uh, I I didn't I didn't really choose uh, to start the DAO to. Uh, to bring it uh, a, a little back, uh, back in the days, uh, Kevin, um, yeah. another person called uh, Daniel and I, we uh, we started uh, a, a channel uh, basically at, at the beginning to rate projects, uh, to uh, to find a unbiased way to, to rate project, which was called CNA Ratings. Um, that that channel got some traction, and started building community around it, and uh, as the community grew. 
I went from being a simple, you know, uh, average uh, community channel to basically uh, people deciding at some point they decided to come together. And I was like, all right, why don't we structure ourselves as a DAO and basically, you know, propose services and, and form a business. And so it all started from there, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, last year. Uh, it all started from there. And then from there, it just exploded uh, uh, from what just started to be a simple DAO, it exploded to uh, basically having a journalistic culture where members, you know, use their own journals to document their 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 adventures in in DeFi, especially in the trading space, since we're we're focused mostly on on investment, um, to competitions, to um, to just a lot of things, and that's culminating now with uh, starting to have our own uh, utilities, our own trading utilities um, that are based on investment, basically, but are quite uh, unique to the space. So um, that's really how it, it it came about. I'm not going to go in, in too much in detail, but just to to summarize it is that um it was really the community who, who created it uh you know we we didn't decide anything it was really like it was quite amazing to see it was it was really like a, a decentralized uh, effort of people you know hanging for for a long time and we all know how long it is one year in, in web3 it's like seven years in real life and they're okay we we've we've lived through so much together uh through the whole bear market through everything we want to prepare for the bull market, why don't we structure this uh, as a DAO? And that's how it came to be. And 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 it's just crazy to see the evolution today, um, knowing that it was you know something done you know in a fully decentralized manner. Right, and that, that it really did uh, fascinate me because you know I remember when you guys started CNA ratings, and um, you know I, I followed a lot of those uh, AMAs and listened in and tuned in to what you guys were doing closer to the start. And it was really interesting because it was very unconventional and and no one was, was doing that sort of rating system before, uh, at least in the, within the telegram space. So the fact that you guys have turned that into something like this and, you know, realized that maybe, okay, this wasn't working as well as we'd hoped it to. So we're going to take our community that we built because you guys did build a really solid community. Like I'll tell you that from, from what I've seen within the DAO, you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing community of uh, people who are genuine, who, who are genuinely looking to, to help grow this space and who want to progress the DeFi world forward. So the fact that you guys did that and t- turn this into a doubt honestly fascinates me and shows that you can really, you know, like take any direction with a business that you may start and not want to take that direction with further where you can't really do that in the in the web 2 world. You can't really take a business that is you know, it, it's really hard to take a community from from one thing to a, a complete opposite in in web 2, but in web 3 that's that that's that's the reality of of the space. So that's really really cool to see an actual uh like you know, case of that. Yeah, I was just going to add one more thing here. Um I think another really big thing was the fact that since you know what I mean? Since we were doing a rating system, it was attracting a certain type of investor and a certain type of person in the space, right? Um, and I think, you know, people who were looking for like legitimate ratings, like how we were giving them out um, a couple months ago, uh, I think, like I said, I think it attracted the, the community that we have now. And obviously, everybody on our board um, serves a very key role uh, inside the DAO. Um, 
And I think that they're here today because we, they came together uh, with me, Andre and Daniel um, to be a part of something bigger. And uh, now it's led us to, you know, the creation of our DAO. Um, and I'm really, really excited to see what the future holds for us. Right. So what are your future plans with the DAO? Uh, what, what do you think that this is going to bring? You know, obviously I've, I've had some conversations about with Kevin about what the DAO is and you know, what you guys are doing right now, but what are your future plans with it? What do you, what do you want? Like, what's your end goal with this? Let's say a year down the line, two years down the line, maybe even beyond that. So, um, well, the, the, a lot of the goals will be discussed, uh, by the community and decided by the community, but really the architecture that we want to build is first off, we want to become the number one uh, or at least the top DAO uh, within the investment DAO in the BSC space. Uh, and we want to do that without having it, any token whatsoever. Uh, we really want to create a new system that is more NFT based and that's more based on meritocracy in the sense that um, you it's not because you have a lot of money and you're buying a lot of NFTs or a lot of, uh, let's say, uh, tokens that you're going to be able to vote more. Um, our idea is really to create a, a structure that's going to become a really model of reference uh, for, for future DAO and then also propose uh, the, the structure uh, for future DAOs that, that want to use it. This is for like the, the most like the, the governance system that, that we want to create. Um, and the second is our hard utility. Our hard utility is going to be focused on, on investment. Really what we want to do is, is be the pioneers of um, uh, um, invest wallet investment management uh, in the sense that we want to create a new way uh, for people to be able to in, to invest in projects. So uh, we want to create structure where uh, the investors themselves can vote to decide where the funds are going to be invested and want to create that in a very secure environment. Um, and, and that's where the, the DAO is going to be focusing, really creating that tech and bring that tech to, to people. And we've started already with, uh, you know, the our partnership with, with SoTrade, where uh, although it's been extremely difficult, but today it's finally live the uh, the the MVP where um, you know traders are actually able to pay to be paid uh, to trade uh, based on how much uh, you know asset under management they have, uh, basically, which is something that's not been done in a space and we want to continue that and 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 when we will feel that we will be ready we'll start uh looking for um more important partnerships like like we have some that that, that came out today but uh i'm not sure i can i can speak about it but yeah it's um uh, once we're once we're solid uh, on on our basis we will will go mainstream uh on those very interesting. Okay, so could you go a bit deeper into that in terms of like, uh, I'm not sure if I fully understood. You said you want to be sort of like an asset management DAO where people, like, what's the end goal with, with that? Like, in, in, yeah. in that? So it's it's really like so the um, you know it's like when you invest uh, it's it's currently very hard to to invest uh, in DeFi. I mean ninety nine ninety nine percent. I mean I don't have the numbers, but the large majority of people actually lose money in DeFi, and and I would say the majority of products are just just don't survive uh, long enough. So really, the only way you have to survive in the space and to strive in the space is to 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 join a community, and so. Our idea is to create, uh, you know, um, sort of techno technological, 
technology to enable people to come together and to invest together. Um, so let's say if you alone with a hundred dollars, you you can't really contribute to let's say some major seed sales, some some you know or other um, other structure. If you come together with one thousand people that each have a hundred dollars, you have a hundred thousand dollars, and here you're more interesting for important projects for you to contribute. And the issue is that um, today you can't really do that because it's hard to trust people you don't know. But what we want to do is with uh, smart contract technology, we really want to bring that to to the next level. And we also want to bring um, the governance uh, of people uh, to, to people, to, to the smart contract when it comes down to investment decision. And you can have several structures. You can have a fully decentralized one where it's each investor that has the right to decide where the fund or where the wallet, basically the smart contract uh, will invest, or you have other structure where, um, you know, investor trust, uh, experienced traders, uh, like we're like the model that we're currently exper experimenting to to trade, basically. These, I'm not going to, I can't go too much in detail, mostly because it's highly, you know, it's super technical. And uh, the final model, uh, we're still learning from our first MVP and, and getting the lessons from our first MVP on the, uh, on how we're actually going to be approaching that but what we know is that it's technically doable and that later on you can also potentially interest corporates especially in the finance sector uh if in let's say a year or two years from now uh you don't just have you know simple uh tokenized uh uh you know uh, tokens of projects but you can potentially have real world asset being tokenized uh or even stocks or or, or more basically so it's really what we're we're looking to prepare uh, in in the in the next few years. Wow. Well, that sounds really, 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 really interesting. That's uh, you you raised a really good point there. Uh, you know, I you know you didn't give the exact statistic, but I know a large, large majority of people lose money in DeFi, and that's something that's very apparent and very known across or maybe not not completely known across the whole community um and that's because like you said a lot of the, these projects kind of just rise and fall within a 24-hour range um so that's really 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 cool that that you guys are doing something to kind of help protect people's funds and and do something where the whole community can it, it's like a joint decision in terms of where you guys are investing your money um yeah which, just gonna, which, which would just, uh yeah yeah go ahead go ahead i really didn't mean to cut in but i just wanted to add one more thing um i kind of think it's about time um in this space really that there's another investment solution provided you know what i mean okay. um because as of right now it's kind of just open up your uh, metamask and um you know use one of the swaps um bridges and whatever to to kind of invest in whatever projects you want right um, but like we said, there's a high amount, like there's a high chance of losing money, um, doing that. So I think by providing another investment solution and kind of building the, the backbone for, I think this is really going to be one of the first ever, uh, DAOs that does what it does. Uh, and I think it's really going to pave the way for other DAOs in the future who, uh, choose to do what, um, what we're planning on doing here. Um, but yeah. For sure, for sure. Like it, it genuinely sounds like you guys are going to be massive innovators in the space, and that is my like, from me, uh, from a personal standpoint, the biggest lesson that I've learned within DeFi is that innovation 
trumps everything else. If you can create something that is genuinely going to change the way or, or you know, move the path of where something is going and you have a solution which will help 99% of people, uh, obviously your DAO is not going to be open to everyone, which is something that I, I do want to get into a, a bit after is like how can people, you know, come into the DAO. Um, but yeah, innovation and innovative things in, in DeFi. That's why I started this project podcast because i didn't see a whole lot of people or really anyone you know running it running a DeFi podcast specifically on telegram um but but yeah so how can people get into the dow and you know what's that uh what's that process like so um currently so we're, we're not trying to do a quantity we're rather looking to do a quality we're, we're not trying to go mainstream yet um, so we're, we're really careful who we onboard uh, in the DAO, just because we understand the the, the value of, of our of our community, and and we've experienced even in the in our public chats because we have a, a public chat where anybody can enter and get some news from the DAO, get some, right. some you know basic information for, from the DAO, and then we have a private chat, board chat as well, where we share more uh, confidential information. Uh, you know that has higher value, but uh, what we've seen with all the drama that mm-hmm. there is in 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 in, in DeFi and in Web three is that uh, you really want to be careful with who who you onboard uh, basically because one bad apple can can destroy the whole batch. So um, I would say that right now, if you want to enter, you know you can come into the the the, the private. The, the the public chat and and you know discuss in a little bit and you know we can even ask for it and then uh, you know we'll, we'll ask what your motivations are and and then you can uh, you know you will have the option to to buy an NFT or um, the second option is that we offer is um, uh, you know if if you own a project uh, you can get a custom NFT to your project as well which is another way to 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 enter so we 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 recruit basically people uh, in the DAO that. You know, are either um, either can bring something because they're either investors, they they're they're good investors, they're good traders, or they're well connected, or they're they're themselves uh, owning a project, so and a safe project, and have demonstrated that you know they, they could do good. So these, I would say, these are the two ways. Uh, it might change. Uh, it's probably going to change and be more open later because we're going to have a total of 7,777 uh, NFTs uh, available. But for now, we're really not in a rush uh, at all. Uh, we're focusing on, on building with uh, who we have. And uh, and yeah, once we're, as I said, once we're, we're really solid on, on all these these different parts, um, we're, we're going to we're gonna go grow um, quite well. But you know, uh, for now, if anybody wants to check, they can they can join our our, our public chat and, and chill there. Um, there. There are always going to be members, um, you know, active there every day. Yep, sure. And I'll, uh, I'll I'll definitely drop a link to that uh, after this episode is done, uh, so people who are might be new in here can come and drop by in there. But yeah, um, moving away from the topic of DAOs, we can come back to it a, a bit later. Uh, I I did want to ask. Um, for for both of you, how you guys got your start in DeFi and you know leading you up to this DAO, what made you interested in coming into DeFi? What was it that was kind of like okay, this is what I want to to be doing? Because I know both of you guys are are in this in it to win it. You know, you guys are full force. Well, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll you know I'll start talking about um, you know how, how I got in in the first place. Um, it was a friend who did, who had introduced me to their, um, 
their call channel at the time, um, which was a completely foreign concept to me. I, it was it was a piece of the internet that I never knew even existed. Um, although I did invest in crypto for about, I've been investing in crypto for about five. Um, sorry, just one second. Um, I've been. Hold on. Is uh, is there something wrong with my mic? I think you sound okay. Yeah, I can I can hear you okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been investing in crypto for about like five years. Uh, but DeFi, uh, especially, I think it was about uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, like I said, my friend had introduced me to their call channel, which I never even knew existed at the um, at the time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of picked up the ropes from him, and I realized that uh, you know there's like thousands of these little businesses operating um, inside the internet uh, with you know, lots of people I kind of got in during the bull market. So I was able to witness like pretty inconceivable uh, amounts of money being made um, in front of my eyes, which really just got me even more interested uh, in understanding how I can get uh, more knowledgeable in DeFi first of all, and also how I can establish myself as a, a entrepreneur in the space. But um, yeah, I'd say, there's been a lot of ventures that I've been on. Um, I've built, a, I'd say I've, I've worked on about three, I've worked on in total about four channels. Um, I've done AMA hosting for multiple. I've been uh, admin for multiple. Um, and then also I've done some consulting in the past. Uh, just general, uh, yeah, just some pretty general stuff. I'm not going to go too deep into that, but uh, yeah, uh, with this for well, yeah, with the with Valiance DAO, um, like Andre said earlier, it did start off as CNA ratings, and the reason I had started that was I was kind of uh, sick of just the regular channels posting uh, just complete kind of garbage, um, you know, for months on end, and I wanted to do something innovative and different. Um, and with the help of Andre and Daniel, um, we were able to make the dream happen. Um, and you know we went pretty uh, pretty full force for about four four months. Um, actually, I don't know if it around four months. Um, and then I obviously had uh, some other responsibilities I had to take care of. Uh, but Andre, was, you know, made sure that the uh, community kept running, and, and now it has flourished into Valiant style. So that's kind of a little bit about my history in the space, um, without you know going too deep into too much. Um, but yeah, I'll let Andre also add on. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you, Kev. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, it's it's only been like a little bit more than a year. It feels like 10 years uh, with all that, that we've been, we've been oh, going yeah. through. I will yeah. say I have definitely aged uh, at an accelerated rate due to <laughs> the amount of time I have spent on Telegram. Um, I feel like I was robbed of my teenage years and childhood now. But uh <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I started, yeah, I started almost two years ago. Uh, so basically starting in DeFi almost two years ago because uh, I, I, I was, I, I went in there um, at the very early stage when it was really disorganized. And, uh, and, and you know, at the time we had, almost all we had was meme coins and anonymous projects that were just going to the hundreds of millions uh, you know, in a few weeks, like it was 
starting from a thousand dollars. Like it was re- a really insane time uh, when I started. Like any project will will just go crazy without doing any marketing or anything. And and the one thing that made me uh, enter it was that I saw that there was a lot of let's say professionalism in the space, and that fortunately the majority of these projects were um, uh, you know. Uh, were basically ha- were like empty shells, a lot of promises and 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 a lot of like th- there was nothing behind. So it was really in, with an idea of professionalizing the space that I started uh, a consulting company called T5 Valiant, and uh, and and basically this uh, th- this this led me like uh, later on to uh, to um, to to just advising uh, like doing advisory with with several projects. So at the beginning, I was just started very simple like started with uh, advising some uh i started with what there was like meme coins so my first clients were were, were meme coins and anonymous developers so i started working with them and then as i grew and as i learned also how the web3 space worked uh, i grew and i started advising bigger and bigger uh projects um and you know certain culminating at a certain point rates and, and i was quite happy with the work I did because uh, most of the project with what I advised I actually had a higher survival rate and, and actually introduced some really cool features uh, in this space. Um, what really hurt us was the Luna crash. Uh, it was, I believe it was in April, May of, of 2022, uh, which pretty much removed all liquidity in DeFi. And that's where we, when we started the, uh, you know, the desert crossing basically there, there was no money whatsoever uh in DeFi. all the projects were dying i mean i think that at the time i lost almost um you know i, I lost almost most of my clients uh in in a f- in a few months time just because you know uh, everything wow. just, just crashed like crazy yeah it was it was very hard so at that time i started uh writing a, a book basically to 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 explain and to show what I witnessed uh, down here in, in, in DeFi and also started my own crypto journal. Um, so I just started documenting what I was see- seeing crypto because um, my idea was to write this. I, I loved so much writing my first book, but it was more of, you know, interview based and, 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 uh, and a lot of research, like uh, hands-on research. And I wanted to write a second one, which was more like, uh, more like like showing what I saw, uh, basically just telling a story. So I started keeping a little Telegram journal uh, uh, back in uh, summer last summer, and you know this journal just skyrocketed. People started following this journal at the beginning was tra- trading act- actively, and and then you know with that you know was born the the culture of uh, of the DAO pretty much, and and on the side. I also switch more with corporates, so now I'm, I'm doing more advisory to to corporates and to uh, um, to bigger uh, you know companies that are trying to bridge Web two in Web three. Uh, but I'm still using a lot of of every all the knowledge that I'm that I got from working with Anon devs like on on, on project, and you wouldn't believe like what I sometimes hear uh, in meeting and stuff like that, and how much uh, it reminds me sometimes of you know, what was done two years ago. So the experience that I, that I, that I gained, you know, um, advising, uh, DeFi project is now super useful. Uh, you know, I, as I, as I grow my actual consulting firm, um, to be more, you know, professional and geared towards a bigger corporation, helping them bridge into web three, um, basically. So that, that's pretty much where, where we are now, uh, uh, today. 
Wow. Yeah. So uh, a few of those things that you mentioned, I, I do want to dive a bit deeper into, but Andre, yeah, I know you've had a, a crazy ride in web three from, from what I've heard. Um, very, very interesting. So you've been in, you said uh, two, two years, correct? Right. Yeah. It's almost two, it's almost been two years. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, uh, and I was in crypto um, before I was in crypto before, but really active professionally. Yeah, it's been, it's been two years. Right. And when did you start consulting? What when was it that you started consulting? Yeah, no, it was it was two years ago. Uh, it was it was two years ago that I started consulting. But I, I've oh, been members okay, of, okay, okay. Yeah, of yeah, community yeah. like like ever since 2017 and the ICO madness back in back in the days. Like, but that wow. was that was but that was so different. Like that was the, like communities back then were not even communities. Um, right. It yeah. was it was it was it was it was not even close to like everything got created so fast in two years. Like call channels, all that stuff, uh, Telegram groups, communities, like that well, stuff didn't didn't exist. Yeah, back back in the days. Even the communities today, it's um, it's groups of people in Telegram groups that are all like fighting against each other for liquidity, but they're all kind of just pretending that they're you know they're they're so nice and they're they're friends, but they're fighting against each other for the liquidity. So it's 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 funny how the things work, um, and it's definitely like the token communities. I feel like are definitely a bit toxic, but uh, these communities like DAOs, communities like the you know community I want to build for myself and my my channel, um, I think can be really are really really healthy for the space and uh, progress the growth. That's really um, I I didn't know you've been in since twenty seventeen. I thought you were you were you came in later yeah no i was my first investment why yeah my first big investment was was binance when it came out so that's why i found love with bsc yeah because when i when i got accustomed to 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 bnb i i remember the crash from 12 dollars to four dollars when everybody thought it was it was it was uh you know it was uh it was over so yeah that that, that's that's basically yeah that's the timeline but i had no idea it would it would become that back in the days like binance was just another exchange so your book uh you know i i've heard lots about your book it's something i'm going to be picking up very soon after i'm done reading my my next two or three uh that that so i'll leave a review on on amazon for that when i'm done and uh, maybe i'll even drop a link to that down here so people people who might be interested could pick that up but tell me a bit about that what inspired you to write the book what tell me a bit about what's it or what it's about and uh yeah go go into that a bit deeper um so i, I what inspires me was uh, basically like the the amount of sheer destruction that luna brought to the defi space and Back in the days, I mean, yeah, you know, Kevin remembers. We we almost thought the DeFi was done. Uh, it was it was just so bad that you know, uh, yeah, it, it, it was yeah. It got it got to a point where everything w- was dying. So I I started writing the book just because I, I I didn't think it was over over, but I I was just in case I'm, I I want to write something that's like a testimony to to my time in the space. So yeah, that that's how it became because. We're in a point where it got so bad that uh, you know, and and everything, like everything, was was dying. That I was like, I have to tell what happened, and I have to show what happened to to the people, what happened, and the lesson that we can we can take from it, basically. So that that's how it came about. 
Yeah, I was also going to add on to that. That that time period was, uh, I would not say, uh, I, I would call it, I wouldn't call it traumatizing, but it was, uh, it was definitely like to watch such a thriving community of people just completely disappear within a matter of weeks. And then also literally all the liquidity in the Binance smart chain basically just went away for some reason. Well, the reason was because the Luna crash and the you know market conditions at the same time. But yeah, no, that was a time that, um, like Andre said, everything was dying left, right, and center, and uh, it was very unclear where the future of DeFi was heading. Um, and it, it really, it was, it was a really, it was, a, it was just a dark time. And yeah, I, uh, I'll let Andre continue talking about the uh, the book here. Hello. Yep. Yeah. Can you hear? Sorry, yeah, yeah, we can hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can hear you now. But uh, yeah, so, there's also. I was just just one more thing. Uh, there's also a lot of things in that book, uh, like specific key events that were documented. Um, so it's actually, if anybody's look, you know looking to pick up the book, I really recommend it because you're actually going to be able to kind of look at the history. Uh, of the space just a little bit obviously it's very recent history but you're going to be able to look at it from a, a consultant's perspective as well as you know there's a lot of key references in that book that were used that are also uh, entrepreneurs in the space who shared their opinions on why things were happening the way they were happening um, but yeah right how long did it take you to write the book how, how long did you spend doing that uh, it's uh, like it took me uh, a long time, so I started. Um, so um, the book was mostly notes that I took. Uh, I always take notes all the time. Uh, even now, I'm keeping a journal where I write every day what I do um, on paper and also on Telegram, of course. But um, so it was. It was first. It was compiling uh, all all that work that was that was done, then doing interviews. So it it, it took me, I would say, almost six months uh, to to write it. Overall, yeah, wow. I, would, I would say just around six months. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you guys did mention the Luna crash, and you know some things that were definitely affected DeFi after that. I think everyone saw that who was a part of the space. But through those tough times, what was it that pushed you through? If there was something that pushed you through, and what did you learn from your, you, you know, your tougher times in DeFi? Kevin, do you, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Um, well, to be honest, it was kind of, there were, there were a couple of things. Um, the first thing being, you know, we've already invested all this time and energy um, into learning more about DeFi and crypto and uh, just to give up and never look back again. Um, you know, it's just me personally, that's not the way I operate. You know, if I pick something up, I'm going to try my best to finish it, um, which kind of applies to the same thing here. Um, it was definitely like mentally, uh, it, it was a mental battle to continue working at some points just due to the fact that, you you know, you look at the surrounding market conditions and you think like, you know, is this even, is the work I'm doing even going to be worth it? Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you self-doubt and uh, you don't, you know, fulfill your plan um 
which is, you know, something that I wanted to avoid. I wanted to, you know, continue building um, what I was building, which was uh, CNA ratings at the time, and as well as all the other stuff I was working on. I wanted to continue building for the sole fact of uh, I'm going to be more knowledgeable after I complete do, complete this work than I was before. And having that knowledge uh, and continuing to learn is kind of what propels you in life. You know, the more you know, the more knowledge you have uh, about certain subjects, certain topics. Um, you know what I mean? That means you're going to be just as much knowledge, more knowledgeable than the guy next to you. Um, and yeah, there were a lot of people that got wiped, wiped out and I don't blame them as uh, you know what I mean? My, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much specifics, but my, one of my people that I had been working with, um, you just kind of handle the, uh, the stress that came along with, um, you know, working without, you know, making too much money. Um, it just, it, it was very stressful for him and as it should be for a lot of people. But I think really just having, uh, ambition and uh, mental fortitude is really what gets you through, uh, any tough times. And I feel like after surviving that and still being here to this day, I think that even if the market crashed a hundred more times, um, I'd be okay. Cause now I know how to handle it. Right. And that's really interesting because you only learn through failure. Truly that the, the biggest learning lessons that you will ever get in your life will come through failure will come when you or the market hits rock bottom. And that's where, that's where the test really is because if you can survive when we hit rock bottom, you can definitely thrive at the top. And, hundred percent. Uh, it's it's really important. But uh, Andre, what about what about yourself? You know, in your experience, what were the biggest lessons that that you learned? Yeah. So I'll say, um, I'll tell you, you never find uh, peace until you get zeroed. <laughs> Basically, it was the biggest lesson I learned in in, De in DeFi. You know, jokes, jokes aside, uh, it was you know it. It's just been the hardest, like DeFi has been the, the hardest thing that I've ever done uh, in my life uh, by far. Um, been, I've worked in banks, I've worked for consulting firms, I've, I've done everything. But the most draining, uh, Web3 has been the most draining uh, thing that, that I've ever done. And that's mostly because it's such a new technology. So there are a ton of, of different actors. And and what I've learned is that uh, one thing that's really valuable in the space is, is surrounding yourself with good people and and showing dignity and integrity. Because, uh, you know, you're going to have phases where indeed, for example, in a full bear market, you know, you're... There, there's no liquidity, so there is it's hard to you know to to, to basically to to make close deals to, to make business because there's little to no liquidity, and you're gonna have phases uh, like in the bull market where you could literally make twenty thousand dollars per day uh, investing randomly or even proposing random services. So you know that 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 basically that that created some sort of psy psychotic in the space where you had a lot of actors that 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 were toxic and and i feel like you know it was like the biggest thing that i've learned was that to surround yourself uh with good people and to act good as well to 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 act with integrity was also allowing you to to attract uh uh these kind of people so really like making sure you, you don't sway away from, from your path. What was the, what's the biggest thing? And, and also it's just, I mean, I, I truly believe 
uh, in the tech. At least I personally believe in the application of the tech for finance. I'm convinced there, for the rest, I don't I don't want to put Web3 where there's no need of putting Web3. But concerning finance and a new way of doing business, um, I've I'm profoundly convinced uh, of the technology so much so that it's become a passion. So, you know, it's, that's been a huge driver uh, for, for me as well, basically, because I know for a fact that adoption, like I'm convinced that adoption is coming and I'm seeing uh, that the space is evolving, but we came from being announced and telegram trading, uh, you know, uh, meme coins with do- head dogs, um, you know, a year and a half ago to now having big corporation, choosing their own protocols to start diving their own solutions uh, on it. So it's changing. Like the second bull run won't be the same as the first one. Uh, it's changing. And so it's it, because we know uh, what's at stake behind that, you know, you have to grind hard doing the bear because you've done what others wouldn't have done and you are able to be ready when the next bull market comes. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, you definitely hit the nail right on the head there that the the financial applications of DeFi and of web3 are where the like that that is definitely the first real world application of of what web3 is going to be and what DeFi is going to be um and people really like seem to lack the understanding that web3 is still in the the MS DOS phases and the you know the Nokia phases the stone age whatever you want to call it that we don't even have like the the base of the we, we barely have the base of the the foundation of of what this is going to be yet right like we, we have, yeah we, we've got smart contracts and we we've got ethereum we got bitcoin a few a handful of projects that are that are innovative but we haven't actually you know the the technology is being built as we speak the infrastructure is being built as we speak there's like it's not coming in front of people's uh, it's not coming into people's minds because they they haven't seen the innovation yet, but it's coming and it's happening and it's it's happening in real time right now. Uh, I like. I, I spoke, I've spoken to uh, a few people at, uh, who who work at banks and uh, spoken to a few people who work you know in the financial industry. Half of the banks in North America are running on the blockchain or, or have like half of their systems running on the blockchain already. Most people don't don't know this. Um, but, but blockchain technology is the most, like the big, going to be the biggest powerhouse in the, in the financial industry for the next 10 years. It's just, it's, uh, it's coming the, the you know, the PR runs for, for web three are going to be coming soon as well. And I think that's, that's when the, the next bull market hits is when there's really a solidified real world application of web three besides what we have already so far. Um, but yeah, man, like that's, that's where web three is in my opinion. And I, I believe in the technology more than, more than anything where, to where I've literally devoted my whole life to it towards, you know, uh, for me, I want to, uh, my, my biggest passion in web three is, is scalability and creating scaling solutions. Um, so that's what I'm, that's what my 2023 is working on is, uh, focusing on how we can how we can scale but but yeah that's a that's that's a really interesting take and andre what do you see as the the future of DeFi specifically and how DeFi can kind of become a bit more mainstream because there have been a lot of propositions to you know shut down DeFi, like a lot of the big corporations like 
uh, Berkshire Hathaway and BlackRock and all of these guys who don't really like DeFi very much, who control a lot of the money. <laughs> what do you think are some things that can be like, uh, like, what do you see as the future of DeFi? Oh, it's uh, the liquidity pool tech is insane, especially for uh, hedge fund, mutual funds, any fund that want to create uh, a mirror basically on, on the smart chain. Uh, what I think is really going to help. Um, and if you guys have, have time to check, I definitely uh, recommend to check the defunct uh, project of mirror protocol on, on Luna. But I definitely think that the future is going to be tokenization of stocks, ETFs, and usage of smart contract tech basically to find new, more effective ways to um, handle uh, these funds. Um, today, I've been at the bank, so I know a bit how it's run. It's a lot of, it's it's complicated because obviously there's regulation, but it's complicated. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of different techs coming together and smart contract can simplify all of that, especially in the, in the, in the fee uh, phase. So, yeah, that's going to be a huge. But for that, we need regulators to understand the tech and, fun, and some financial corporations to to go in as well. But as I saw JP Morgan recently tipping their toes in our dark DeFi, basically, if I, if I can call it, I know, you know, it's only a matter of one actor coming in and then the others won't want to be left apart. So they will look to come in as well. Then after... Um, there also needs there also needs to be adoption from the retail sector, and for that we need a a, a clean scene basically of the space, which which is something that that's coming sort of, uh, and that's all like people are uh, regulating themselves as well. It's interesting to see, uh, but we'll we'll have to see how how it plays out. There's a lot of factor intent, but I think that's going to be a you know that's going to be an important future for 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 DeFi basically. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, AMMs are 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 huge. That like cut, the ability to to cut out the market maker completely and just have everything automated through liquidity pools would completely transform the way that the stock market operates. Uh, I think I think that's a a really really solid use case, and I believe that's the future of the stock market and ETFs and mutual funds and uh, index funds, etc. Would be yeah, tokenization. Um, and even possibly, you know, companies doing doing ICOs, I'm going to see like, I'm sure we're going to see that a lot more in the future. Yeah, no, 100 percent. I, I really think that <clears throat> smart contract is an amazing tech uh, for, um, for 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 finance, especially in uh, fee management and, and user management uh, as well. Um, I really think there are so many cool applications on it. Uh, I mean, just. Just, just the tax system on, on, that we see on shitcoins is so revolutionary in itself, um, and that can be used um, a lot. Like the same system can be used a lot by by managers uh, and like by fund managers and more. Um, you know, uh, for 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 them basically to to handle their funds and, and to pay themselves. So yeah, the tech is here. Uh, I, I don't think that the tech is a problem. The, the problem is really like the adoption, the understanding of the possibilities, and and also if if the space wants it, you know, as well, like, uh, yeah, if a big actor comes in and then everybody starts exploiting this actor and giving him bad rep, then that's it. It's, it's over. For sure. Um, Quick question. So yeah. Can you guys comment on the, the posts? Cause I did set up a discussion chat, but I'm, I'm not seeing the comment box anywhere. So I'm just asking if you guys uh, have the ability to do that. Let me check it out right now. Give me a second. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I can't. Let me know. 
Yeah, you can. I, okay, I, I'll, I, I I'll, I'll fix that after because I was I was trying to get some uh, questions questions set up. But uh, I'll if, if people want to ask questions at the end, I'll, I'll let people raise their hand up and talk in the DC instead. Um, but yeah, that's like I I think you raise a good point there. In it's like if people do want it, so there needs to be a a big enough pull factor and you know real mediators for this because. I'm. I don't want to say a lot of the people in Web three are kind of just like wasting the tech, the the potential of this technology. But a lot of people are really in it for the short game. Ninety five, like as I'm sure as you know, ninety five percent of projects don't last more than twenty four hours because the developers want short money, quick money, and obviously money is, you know, key. It, it is money is completely key in any business in the world, regardless of whether you're in Web two, Web three web four in the future whatever it is right My, uh, yeah I was, I was gonna i was i was gonna draw a comparison here quickly um you know it's kind of the same in the real world right you have consumers you have uh low level businesses medium level businesses high level businesses it's kind of a mirror um of the real world you know what i mean some people are gonna strive to build to you know, to innovate and, uh, you know, solidify themselves in a market and some people just there to, you know, get by. And, uh, it really depends on how interested somebody is and what their plans and goals are in their life. Um, is kind of what I've learned and what it comes down to. You can't really, uh, you know I mean? You can bring a horse to the river, but you can't force it to drink the water. Right. True. Very true. And I think that's that, in DeFi, it's a world which promotes the ability for anyone to come on and do anything, right? DeFi is completely, and, and blockchain is completely open source. So any developer, and uh, which is also one of the, the very you know amazing things about blockchain is that every piece of innovation, every piece of technology which is built on the blockchain can be seen and used by everyone. You cannot, like, you can't gatekeep your your solidity code on, on the Ethereum blockchain um, because it's public. It's on the blockchain. It's uh, any, anyone can see it, use it, view it. And it's going to help with innovation massively because these massive fortune 500 companies love, like absolutely love just gatekeeping their, their tech and their code. And um, we're going to see some really, really, really big, you know, things that are completely open source that are, people are going to be able to build on that, you know, fanatics and innovators are going to be able to use and that's definitely one of the things that i think is a really big factor and why web3 is going to go very far very quick because people can use other people's technology and build upon it that's why when you know when a project goes live in defi you'll see not even within the next two days there's 20 other people doing the same thing because they just copy and paste and fork their contract right so that's that's something it's it's a gift and a curse in some ways, but uh, I think it's it has much more positives than negatives. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, I hold on, let me catch my train of thought. Yeah, like in terms of the like Web three applications in, in within the real world, what do you think specifically people can do to be a part of that? And like, how do you think someone could like maybe young or however old you are, if you're an entrepreneur who wants to get into the Web3 space, who wants to build some sort of innovative technology, 
what would you not necessarily recommend, but how could you kind of take a stab at that? What's the, what's the path you would recommend? Well, if, if you're a young person who wants to get into web three, um, I don't know. I really, the best way I learned, um, you know, I, I'm, I'd like to think that I've gone pretty far in my, obviously it's a very uh, early career, but I think I've learned quite a significant amount of things over the past couple of months. I really would stress, um, stress the people who want to, you know, kind of learn to literally just load up like five bucks into your MetaMask and figure out you have, you have to start from the very beginning of, you know, like how do you even set up a MetaMask account? What is a MetaMask account? What is a, what is this wallet address? You know what I mean? What is, what is the, um, the blockchain explorer? What is, you know, BSC scan? What's uh, ether scan? How do all these things work? Uh, what are all these wallets connected to these things? How do, how does everything interact? That's how you, you have to reverse engineer what you're seeing is, uh, is really my best way to, my, my best piece of advice. Um, and, and that this goes for anything in life. Um, if you want to figure out how something works or something is made, you have to reverse engineer it. You got to figure out why everything connects and how they connect. Um, and uh, I also will say there are not too many books specific to DeFi and to Binance Smart Chain other than Andre's. Um, so I do think maybe with more, you know, the more and more books get published uh, based on, you know, this this niche, I think that could also be a very good way to learn as well. But um, I'll let Andre uh, go ahead and, you know, give his tips. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, uh, I would say the, the, if you're starting first off, don't invest large amounts of money, regardless of what anybody is telling you, you're going to get zero faster than, than you know it. Um, especially in, in, in DeFi. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of projects work very differently because they're not regulated. So first off, it's good to have skin in the game, but have little skin in the game. Uh, don't FOMO. Mark is not going anywhere. You have years. You, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you're not going to miss anything if, if you see project going up. Um, so first off, invest something that's really to second. Um, um, have an, if you have time, have an active role in communities. Communities of prize or anything, they always look for people to help. Uh, very often it's unpaid work, obviously, um, because it's basically the reasoning is show your bags. So you buy and then you work for the project. So, the value of your, your your bag increase, but that's a good way to start learning a little bit and trying to and starting to for you to get a network. So join a project. You need any help, uh, you know, with uh, partnerships or, or marketing or anything, and you know that can take like 10, 15 times a day, and, and you can get to know some really cool people. And then once you start and people get to know you, then you you know you can branch out to to other things. Um, it's really an environment that even though it uses modern tech. Uh, still reasons like in the medieval times. Like, I mean, if you're not recommended, most of the time, nobody will trust you. Um, you know, you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in, in, uh, in, 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 in advertisement uh, to sell your services. The, the, the best, uh, if you look at the best call channels, the, the, the best, you know, uh, services and uh, like uh, people provide services in the space um they really build it via their reputations yeah their hard work and, and 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 you know just uh just based on that and then once they've sit uh their the reputation there they have uh 
you know, an important market share. So really it's also the reasoning that, that you should have. And, and everything comes in due time. Don't, don't try to rush anything. Um, also see if, if that's something that you like, take the time to see if it's something that you like. Uh, and if you do, you will see that you will soon get a lot of opportunities. Just, just keep in mind not to burn yourself out because it can be a very strange environment. And the best way to, to, to not do that is, is not to overspend, uh, basically, uh, on, on, on DeFi. Okay, well, um, we're just getting past 11.33 here, so I think we should wrap it up. Um, if I, And we could go to some questions. If anyone in the, in the chat or in the, in the VC has any questions, you guys can feel free to raise your hands. Um, in terms of, like, that, I think that's definitely something where DeFi struggles right now because a lot of people gatekeep and there's a massive barrier to entry because of that. The future of DeFi, a lot of it is going to lie in uh, at De- like DeFi education and Web3 education. So people coming in, you know, I know that you at DeFi Valiant have a, have a course, which I would definitely recommend people to go and check out. I actually went, went over and, and watched a couple of those videos on your YouTube channel. They're they're fantastic, by the way, for for anyone in here who, who has not watched them, who is a part of uh, Andre's DAO. Uh, Thanks. You, like you explain things very very well, but yeah, just like some sort of educational platform, which is what I also intend to do here for people who want to come in. Like I said, you know, this first question I ask is, what is a DAO? How does a DAO work? How does it operate? Give people an, a bit of a base understanding of of how these things work. And how people can get into DeFi because me personally, I want to lower that barrier to entry. I don't want to gatekeep DeFi. I want to bring in as many people as possible. I want to get people, obviously, you know, the infrastructure can't necessarily support too, too many people yet, but um, it definitely can support more. The, there's, there, there needs to be more people coming in and that's, that's my goal for, for what I'm here for, you know? absolutely and 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 yeah i i really think that you know you're um i we're really happy to be the first honestly it's an honor to be the first one to be uh um to be coming uh you know on 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 your on your talk and we're definitely going to be recommending uh, this mission to 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 our network and to people who want to comment and participate uh, as well to to your different episodes because uh you know I think it's it's good uh, it's it's good because you're going to be participating basically in the um, in this whole process of of democratizing what DeFi is and and opening it as well to a bunch of people who who can come and 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 learn it from you know someone like you who's experienced and is going to be able to tell when you know potentially a a person that's going to come on board is not going to be saying you know a very exact thing so it's it's good to have someone experienced that's just not going to be in all in whatever uh, somebody's going to be able to, to to speak, so I really think you have a you have an awesome project, uh, Neutron. So um, yeah, it's a it's 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 a real pleasure to 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 be here on your talk. Thank you so much. I I do I do genuinely appreciate you guys coming on as as my first guest. I could not have asked for for better first guests to to come on and explain their story. And in terms of people coming on the podcast in the future, I, I do have uh, two or three people who are in line right now. 
but um, I'm I'm not against bringing on community members and you know maybe people who don't have as much of an influence but want a platform to speak on. Uh, if people have stories to tell, people have lessons to give, and and they know something that maybe I don't know or you know the other community members don't know, I'm more than happy to bring them on. And I want to give as many people a platform to speak on as possible. So I do appreciate you uh, you know helping out and and giving your advice to to the community. This has been a fantastic first episode, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to to getting more to getting more of these done. And I'll definitely be having you guys both back on uh, in the near future when you guys got some time, because there are some more things I'd, I'd like to cover with you guys. Um, but yeah, and, and for, for everyone in here right now, just letting you guys know our podcast will be available. I'm going to make a chat right after this to uh, for the podcast episodes where you can see all the recordings. I'm also going to be uploading them to YouTube, Spotify, and, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, where you guys are going to be able to check those out as well. Send them over to your friends. And I would suggest everyone to turn on notifications in the Telegram group, t.me slash the block talk. And uh, you'll be updated when our podcasts go live. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, thank you. Any final notes from you guys be- before we go? Um, no, just not really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the show goes on. <laughs> Okay, well, that wraps up and concludes the first episode of the Block Talk. Thank you, Andre and Kevin from Thank you. Valiance Dow for coming on and joining us. I'm I hope you guys learned something today. And uh you guys had some really interesting stories to tell. So I'm I'm really looking forward to having you guys back on soon. And yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Okay. And thank right, you guys, guys. For, 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 for attending. Bye. Yes, thank, thank you guys. You guys. Thank you guys for coming in. Bye. Ciao. Bye-bye.